0: Welcome to the number one South Asian radio station on the planet. Ruckus Avenue Radio. Rogging on to
1: DJMNS.com. You're tuned to the sounds of MNS. Welcome to another new episode. The hottest EDM and dance tracks from around the world. Non-stop in the mix for one hour with your host. Producer
2: DJ Welcome to the Shadow Experience. Hey what's up? This is DJ Shadow from Dubai. Thank you for tuning into the sounds of Eminem on Ruckers Avenue Radio, the world's number one South Asian radio station and exclusive on Dash Radio. Today I'm changing things up a bit. I'm going to be taking over, dropping an exclusive guest set featuring non-stop soundtrack of my hits. And a bit later into my set, get to know me better as I will be sitting down with Eminem and DJ Harmonic. So keep it locked here until the end of the hour and enjoy the non-stop commercial free shadow experience. So here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7,
1: 6, Find it back. सानू की आवाज में उलाड़े
3: Everybody's hands up in the air
1: More light. We dance for hours and we say tequila sunrise Her body fit right in my hands La 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 You feel like a la 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 Yeah I love you when you go I wish I could pretend I ain't to dead need each night But every time she's a la, la 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 It's true la la Oh I want you Give me coming for you Feel the, feel
0: Welcome to the Sounds of MNS. Uh, this week, you're listening to the show with myself and Harmonic, but we're doing things differently. We've got a special guest who's taken over the show. We've got uh, DJ Shadow from Dubai, who's been dropping the guest set on today's show. Um, you know pretty much he's locked us out of the studios but we've managed to get in and uh, get this one-on-one with them. so uh, welcome to the show Shadow.
2: Thank you for having me on the show yes it feels great to be on your show and uh, I hope you've been enjoying my set. Yeah, absolutely
0: it's phenomenal you know I'm, I've been a big fan your mixes are, are awesome one of the reasons we
2: wanted you on our show. That's great I'm, I'm glad uh, you know it's people like you who spread my mixes as well and uh, the listeners of your shows get to listen to them as well so, I'm glad to be on the show
3: it's great to have you man so dj Shadow, you're obviously one of the top djs in india if not that top dj um how did you get into it how did you get into djing and just music in general
2: um well that was a long time ago uh, i think i was a teenager and i was just in one of the parties and the i saw the dj having control of, over the crowd the girls the fame i guess i got into it for the wrong reasons uh, i mean i was young and uh, it was probably not the right reason to uh, get into DJing, but music was always in me. Um, I used to love Bollywood music, and somewhere along the journey, I realized, uh, you know, I wanted to take this seriously. I wanted to take Bollywood music uh, worldwide, and that's how things started and things, uh, things went ahead. But yes, definitely got into it for the wrong reasons. Um, you know, with, along with the DJing comes with the lifestyle, the glamorous bit, and that's what I was attracted to at the start. Like I said, uh, somewhere during the journey, I realized that I wanted to give a lot more into DJing and into the music industry.
0: That's awesome. So you learned that, you know, obviously it had much more to offer than just that the glam and the fame.
2: Yes, for sure. And I think uh, that's what uh, I tell a lot of people around me as well. When they see my lifestyle, they think, wow, this is great. This is crazy. You know, the, it's it's uh, partying all night, but it isn't. There's a lot of things behind the scenes as well. And I think uh, that's, uh, if you, that's where the effort and the determination needs to be put in. As uh, you know, things can get a bit too crazy. So I guess that's one of the reasons you, you've been
0: around so long. You know, you stay true to the trade, true to your craft.
2: Uh, yes, definitely. I think um, you really have to be true to the music. Uh, it's, a, it's a creative field and you have to be creative at all times. And uh, there are times when there's highs, there are lows, but at all times you need to be uh, true and honest to what you're doing.
3: So, so your family, did they have a music background at all or would that all just come from you just starting it off?
2: No, it was just me starting it off. Uh, uh, back in the days, we used to listen to a lot of uh, radio and cassettes and uh, you know music was definitely inside me. I used to dance a lot when I was a kid, used to love uh, listening to music. Uh, the usual thing, I think it's a Desi thing. Um, as a Desi family, we all love the Bollywood movies and Bollywood music but I never thought I would really get into the music industry. Uh, I was uh, studying my computer science engineering, so this was definitely something which I had never seen coming.
3: Yeah, like like you said, uh, you know, we love music in our culture, but sometimes uh, when you enter the industry, Um, Obviously, sometimes families aren't really um, accepting of it. So how was your family when it came to you entering the industry? Were they
2: supportive or were they a little bit against it? Yeah, the funny part was they they never understood it at the start as in they didn't know what a DJ did. Uh, So it was tough to explain to them and initially they were apprehensive uh, but uh, a few when they understood that I was really into it and I had a passion for it They, they asked me to go ahead and uh, do what I wanted to do and I really appreciate the support like you said It's tough uh, to convince parents to do something else, especially when it's uh, it's not a stable uh, I would say uh, not a stable industry but uh, they, they did uh, uh support me and yes here i am it's amazing i just want i just want to
0: say in, in just previous you said something about when you were listening to cassettes mm-hmm. i don't know if our listeners today know what that is if you want to <laughs> take a little moment to explain to them what cassettes are
2: uh, yeah
1: should
0: i <laughs> no 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 that's just, just amazing though like how long we've been in the game for how I music know, has been, evolved right so it's, yeah it's
2: been crazy you know the oh i mean nowadays there's youtube the spotify uh there's uh, there's easy access to music uh, but even uh, as a DJ, when uh, when I started off, uh, getting mu- getting new music was tough. Yeah, especially being in Dubai, trying to get Bollywood music, it was really really tough. Um, so yeah, the efforts were almost double or maybe ten times more. Well, the struggle was was a lot
0: more back then. You know, you know when you had to listen to music back to mentioning cassettes and actually acquiring the music.
2: I, I think it's just a uh, uh, change in um, how things are available in general to people. I think uh, everything is easily accessible. Um but that also makes it more interesting because now you have an educated crowd. Um, you know, you're playing to a crowd which knows music, uh, which knows the latest songs. So the game has definitely changed, but I think it's become more interesting as well.
3: You mentioned that it was difficult getting music in Dubai. So Dubai, were you born in Dubai or did you transition there after music or was your family
2: already there? Yes, I was born and raised in Dubai and one of the reasons uh, uh, Dubai has been such a big influence on me is uh, Dubai as a city. Uh, made me learn how to dream big uh, dubai has evolved uh in such a large scale and that's that's how i uh realized that you know anyone could dream uh to become really really big um also the best part about dubai uh, or having been raised here is that I was uh, used to different sounds, sounds from the east and the sounds from the west, and I t- I've always tried uh, fusing them both together, and I guess that's that shows in my music influence as mm-hmm.
3: well. And Dubai obviously has a big Indian community over there. How popular would you say that Bollywood music is? Is it the uh, most popular? It, uh, there?
2: I guess Indians, are, Indians and this are everywhere in the world. I guess even if they start a club night in the moon, I'm sure there will be some DCs out there. So yeah, it's <laughs> great that you know, we are everywhere. And there's a huge uh, Indian population, Pakistani population who just love Bollywood music, and um, uh, also some expat and Arab crowd as well. Um, So it's a a great blend. It's amazing to be here. Uh, Like I said, uh, I get to listen to the sounds of the East and the West and uh, get get to play a bit of both, uh, but keeping Bollywood as my core.
3: So when it comes to Dubai, um, like you said, Bollywood music is big there. Um, there's obviously a big hip hop culture there as a lay, a lot of rappers are spending a lot of time in Dubai. How about dance music and just EDM? How, is, how popular is that in Dubai?
2: I mean, Dubai is mostly about uh, commercial pop music, the top 40s, that's what they really, really love. Uh, EDM yeah. didn't really hit off much in uh, Dubai. Uh, uh, you know, they love the R&B and the urban scene. That's That's mm-hmm. what really, really big. Um, obviously, the Bollywood scene is quite big as well, and the hip hop scene. But somehow, funnily enough, the EDM scene never really hit it off um, that big in Dubai.
3: Because in, in India, if you look at the EDM scene now, the dance music scene, it's it's blown up
2: quite a bit. It's huge, huge. And uh, even the techno scene in India has taken over, so there's, there's been quite, quite... I think uh, in India, they are receptive to a lot of new music as well, so there's a lot of... Uh, techno, which has taken over EDM music. So yes, but in Dubai, it didn't uh, surprising. Like I said, um, it, they love their R&B and their hip hop.
3: So, and being a DJ, um, obviously, m you were a part of festivals before Sunburn in the biggest indeed festival ever. And um, Shadow, I saw that you broke a world record for uh, the longest DJ rally ever. Tell me a little bit
2: about that. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, you know, it was one of the longest DJ rallies. I, I I'm not too sure how long it went for, but it went on for days. And uh, yeah. they make sure it was only DJs and not just regular people who came to play. Uh, so every yeah. DJ did for about five to ten minutes. um yeah. They had to mix two tracks, and uh, it was fun to be part of the rally and uh, for Guinness Book of World Records too. Recognize and recognize and recognize that and give us all a certificate for that.
3: Oh, that's awesome! So, you've obviously worked with uh, Sean Paul before, you've worked with Pippo, you've worked with Guru Nandawa. So, slowly, slowly, 200 million views on YouTube, it's crossed that. Tell me, tell me how that song started. What uh, brought that song together?
2: Uh, like I said, uh, Dubai taught me to dream big. And if somebody told me about 15 years back that I would do a track with Pitbull, you know, that would be the biggest joke because uh, having born uh, and brought, raised in Dubai, uh, yeah. you know, we used to listen to Pitbull and Sean Paul as kids and dance to their songs. And I never ever thought uh, something like this would happen. Uh, but like I said, I love to fuse. Uh, uh, music from the west and the east together and yeah. i wanted to bring out a few collaborations and it started off with sean paul and bacha with move your body and then i met guru once um, we had done a few shows together so uh, i was making him listen to a few uh, beats of mine and he really liked one of that And um, I told him that I wanted to do this with a American artist as well. And that's how we started jamming on the track. And uh, I thought it would be a great fit for Pitbull because we wanted somebody who had that kind of energy on the track. Uh, We sent it to Pitbull's team, they loved it. Um, They loved Guru, they loved the beat, uh, they loved the song and they they jumped on it. Just like a dream come true.
3: That song, I remember when it came out, it blew up. It was huge, you know, Pippo on an Indian track. So in in America, in Canada, and you know, just even in Europe, Spanish music, Latin music is huge Um, when it comes to the club scene. You see artists like um, Drake copying on the tracks, The Weeknd, Justin Bieber, um, obviously the list goes on. Do you feel like Indian music with our sound, um, our energy, our percussions has the potential to, you know, to kind of have that
2: yeah Yeah, so the Latin Spanish sounds really took over in the last few years and I definitely think it's the next uh, wave is the Indian wave Uh, you know Despacito happened and that got about six billion views and I really feel that uh, Indian song is definitely going to uh, break worldwide really really soon It's gonna touch the 1 billion mark and it's 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 not too far when uh, you know some of the bigger names are gonna jump on the Indian tracks as well and uh, yeah. like I said uh, just like how the Latin wave happened I think a lot of non-DCs are gonna start enjoying Indian music soon and there's going to be a, a trend of Indian music really happening probably in the next 12 months
3: when it comes to um, obviously um traveling for you, Um, do you ever feel like, hey, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I feel like I need to take a break or what motivates you to kind of keep going?
2: So the crazy part is about six months ago, I did think, oh, it's going uh, too much and I need a break. And uh, they say, you need to be careful what you wish for. And I've been on a break for the last six months, uh, staying at home because of the uh, COVID situation. Uh, Does get uh, hectic at times, especially during the wedding season, Um, and the winter season uh, which is kind of around the same time here in India and uh, and Dubai. Uh, So we get to travel a lot, Uh, it's probably we get, I do about 15 to 20 shows or sometimes even more in a month and in different cities on every different day. You know there are times when I wake up and I'm trying to pick up the phone uh, to order room service in the morning and then I realize damn I'm back at home. (laughs) It definitely happens but you know uh, when uh, at times like these, when I'm sitting at home, I realize how much I miss traveling and how much I miss the crowd, uh, playing for the crowd. Uh, and uh, uh, the best part is different crowds on different different dates, and you know you're uh, meeting a lot of new people, playing for a lot lot, lot of different people. So definitely miss that now. Yeah. Rockus Avenue
3: Radio. So you mentioned uh, playing for weddings, playing for big crowds, playing at clubs. So obviously, as a DJ. There's so much variety as to where you can perform. But you know what you've, like you said, you know, you perform at the biggest festivals, you perform at the weddings. After so many years of being in the game, what do you prefer? Like out of all of that, do you prefer the bigger festivals? Do you prefer the smaller crowds? So
2: I realized about some sometime last year that, uh, you know, there are different avenues now that I'm playing it and I probably need to uh, release and uh, play different music at um, all these uh, uh, j- different uh, venues so there's concerts at clubs sometimes at bars uh, sometimes yeah. weddings corporates so now I started enjoying all of them because you know I have a different set for each so if I'm playing at a huge uh, concert it's it's mainly big room EDM or I start producing a lot of uh, rave music so that's what I'm mm-hmm. dropping for the uh, you know the big concerts Then the clubs where you know you're playing a bit more funkier set and the weddings where yeah. you're playing more for the uh, crowd and the bride and the groom. So it's, it's I think all of them is fun, but I really enjoy playing for the college festivals. There are a lot of campus shows I perform at and I think that's where you know you really understand um, you know how much love you can get because all the, the younger, the kids, they, they scream, they shout, they're dancing, they're yeah. jumping the whole time. And I think that's one place I really, really enjoy, campus festivals.
3: You Delicious is obviously a huge thing on YouTube. You have almost I think it's over hundred episodes now. Uh, this- you know, is-
2: uh, yes, um, we're gonna touch hundred soon. Um, Yes, you started off because uh, back in the days, there were really no Bollywood remixes in the market. Um, Like I said, uh, when we had to buy cassettes and then CDs, uh, you know, I had to fly all the way down to Bombay to get remixes. There were hardly any remixes in the market. And uh, as DJs in clubs, we were kind of handicapped because I would probably go down to Bombay and buy a CD and that would last for six months. And we would keep playing the same remixes. And then I realized that the only way the industry would grow is if we started putting out our own remixes. and edits, uh, like how the X mixes and the funky mixes were there for the urban scene. Uh, So a few few DJs, um, we started putting out remixes and uh, we started getting a lot of support from the DJs from clubs, resident DJs. They started messaging me and saying, wow, you know, you're really helping out the scene. And that's how, you know, the, the craze for the remixes started. And then slowly, I got better uh, in making the edits, and I thought, you know, why not push out some better sounds as yeah. well? So it's, it's definitely evolved. The funny part is like, uh, you know, we started off making remixes, and now Bollywood has a trend of making a lot of remakes of older mm-hmm. tracks in the movies, like Hama Hama and Tama yeah. Tama has come back out, and so that made me. Want to make a lot, make a lot more of pop music. So that's how I got into the original music scene. That
3: was actually going to be my next question. Is um, one of the more controversial kind of topics or debates is remakes in Bollywood. Some people love them, some people hate them. What do you, what do you think? Do you think that um, that it's good that they're pushing a new, like kind of like a new sound to the classic tracks, or do you feel like they kind of they're just out of stuff to do?
2: I think, I mean, I can't complain because I used to do that at some point of time, uh, remake the classics, so I really don't have any complaints. Uh, but the only thing we struggle with as a DJ is, let's say we have so many um, old school tracks now in uh, sets because of the remakes. So we struggle yeah. with any new content. And that's how I started getting to original music as well, so that, you know, there's some fresh uh, music alongside uh, the remakes and the classics. So,
3: so pretty much m you started off years ago too. And um, like you said, the cassette game and everything like that, it's changed so much. Um, social media is obviously huge. Um, YouTube is a big thing, Instagram, Twitter. How important is um, is Instagram and Twitter to you, for your brand?
2: I think it's very important to connect to your fans. Uh you know, uh, back in the days, I remember sending out uh, my demos as emails to my uh, to record labels or to my management. And, uh, you know, we would get a reply after a few days and that's how we would uh, understand the feedback of my new sounds. But now, if, if when I put out new sounds, it's instant feedback because it's on social media, it's on my YouTube. And people are saying that this is what they like about it, this is what they're not. And uh, I think uh, it's very important not to stay in your own bubble and to understand uh, what the crowd likes as well. Um, along with trying out different new things and i think that's yeah. where social media really really helps uh, because uh, you know they can be uh, nice to you but and they can be bad to you but yeah. i i feel they're always honest and they are putting out their thoughts um i i feel that's where it really really helps you Um, it can keep you grounded, Um, it can make you fly as well. Uh, But I think if you use social media the right way, it would definitely help Um, not just building your followers but also reaching out to the right audience and understanding what they want.
3: So obviously, once again, like you said, you know, interacting with fans, interacting with artists is so much easier now with social media.
2: Yeah, I think uh, life has definitely changed. Uh, uh, like I said earlier, when we used to uh, DJ, the crowd didn't really know any new music because they they weren't yeah. listening to, uh, they, they didn't have access to so much of new music. But now the crowd's so educated, they've either flown down to festivals around the world, or at least they've uh, seen uh, festivals like Tomorrowland um, on YouTube. So they know the music, they know what's happening, what's trending so you really can't fool them anymore. You have to be at the yeah. top of the top of your game all the time. Um, they keep requesting the new songs, so you have to be really updated with your songs and the genres. So I think um, life change, uh, trends are changing and you have to be on the new trend as well. So like I said, you've been in the game for years. Um, what's in the future for Shadow? Um, I'm not too sure about the future future but uh, at the moment I'm working on a lot of rave sounds I think uh, 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 future rave by David Guetta and Morton um, and the rave culture by WNW have taken over uh, the EDM scene and that's something I've been working on the last few months I've actually converted my dining table to a small studio uh, yeah. during this lockdown so I've been working on a lot of rave sounds um, I've called it Bolly Rave um, it's yeah. catering um, to the festivals it's uh, uh, catering to the young crowd and uh, bring out a lot of bollywood sounds um so and working on a couple of original tracks as well on the bolly rave uh, uh, sounds so that's something i'm really really excited about and i've been putting out a few teasers out on youtube like i said you know be listening to the feedback from all the fans and being in
3: dubai do you hope to uh, maybe one day transition into the arab market as well
2: uh, you know i really really love my bollywood music um it's something which i've grown up um, as i i, I I, I remember dancing to the songs of Kal Naik as a kid. And, you know, I think uh, Bollywood music is something which I really want to take worldwide. And yeah. um, I'm not really sure if Arab music is something I'm that uh, aspirational about. So for me, it's, it's going to be de- definitely Bollywood music all the way.
3: Once again, you know, tonight we were here with a very special guest, Dubai's very own DJ Shadow. Shadow, thank you so much for being with us, man.
2: Thank you guys for having me on the show. Hope you had a good time listening to my set. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the exclusive DJ Shadow takeover of the Sounds of MNS and I just wrapped up a 101 with DJ Harmonic and MNS. But the Shadow experience still continues to the end of the hour, so keep in locked as I continue dropping my exclusive guest set. So let's get back into the music. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure if you're a friend of mine. I'm not sure if you you're gonna to the
2: Thank you for listening to the exclusive DJ Shadow takeover on the sounds of MNS right here on Dash Radio, the world's number one South Asian radio station. Hope you guys enjoyed my guest set. If you missed it, don't worry. This show will be archived on MNS YouTube. Just look up DJ MNS and don't forget be sure to follow me on my YouTube, Instagram and Facebook on DJ Shadow Dubai.
0: Produced and hosted by DJ MNS. For show details, track listings, download
1: links, or booking details, please log on to DJMNS.com.
0: Download the Dash Radio app for your device and tune in to Ruckus Avenue, Dash Radio's exclusive South Asian radio station.